welcome back to Abaraxis Precipice. This is Thea Reborn, our fourth phase. Fourth phase. Um, it keeps on going. Yeah. A uh, thousand episodes forever and ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are an actual play of the Expanse role-playing game put up by Green Run Publishing. Um, this phase is going to be a bit different because we're very excited to start using the colony management rules, the kind of plot action rules for uh, the Expanse, and we brought in some more opportunities for people to participate with that too, uh, including our patrons, which I'll talk about here in a second. Uh, actually, I might as well talk about it right now. Um, so uh, we have a Patreon. Uh, let me go and put that up real quick. There's a few ways to support us. One of them is through Kofi. The other one is through Patreon. Our Patreon right now, we have this, uh, this arc, a new thing where uh, uh, tier you can go on and basically make a colonist. You're one of the colonists that are on the uh, NPC that's on the ground of the new world, Mundos, that the that they're trying to like, uh, the, the, the crew of Sinclair is trying to set up. And um, from there, uh, you tell us what that colonist, that colonist's skill set is, but you also get voting rights. So every uh, about two weeks, three weeks or so, we're gonna have a vote about what the colonists are doing, what actions are they taking uh, going forward. Um, our, we have our first one right now live, which I think is still live, uh, about the circadian regulation of the colony. That is, do they have a day and night cycle on the colony or do they just kind of like always keep the lights on? Um, and with the colony's status being locked to the dark side of this planet, because the planet's always like facing the same way, there's always just a dark side and a light side at all times. Uh, then being on the dark side where the water is, how's that gonna play out? So we're really curious, there's gonna be consequences to this, um, but we've had a few people come in and chime in and make their NPCs and uh, they will be mentioned at some point, I'm sure in the game. So we're kind of having a lot of fun with that. So thank you to those that have supported us and continue to support us. On that note, we do have to give uh, our buddy William at, on the Patreon an Oi Belta Loda for his continued support. Uh, William, on three, we're going to give you an Oi Belta Loda. Three, two, one. Oi Belta Loda! We, we really appreciate the support and uh, everyone helping out for this. Next thing's next. Uh, oh, we have bonus episodes on there too. We we actually recorded one. I got to play in real life with these two people next to me, uh, Donna and Maria. And we also had Sam come back and join us as Jackrabbit. And we had a lot yeah. of fun, right? Do a little audio game. Did we not have fun? I'm sorry. It was so much fun. Okay, to I make sure I, could, I couldn't remember. It was pretty okay. No, it was great. It was. It's so nice to be able to play in person. And I cannot wait for the day where we can all be in person because, yeah. my God, we will be absolutely unhinged. Yes, oh, we yeah. will be, yeah. so we will be unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah, we're, and we're hoping to do it again at OrcaCon uh, 2024. Wow. Yeah, 2024, yeah. So that would be in the um, the future. Future, yeah. Yes. <laughs> As most planned events, they are in the future. Speaking of the future, uh, we have a giveaway tonight. Uh, we're going to be giving away a copy of Beyond the Ring, uh, this has the rules for the colony system, a uh, bunch of canonical worlds uh, beyond the ring, not just the ones mentioned on the show and in the books, but even ones that got, they're brand new. Um, and there's some interesting proposed kind of like weird stuff going on here. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone that hasn't read this, but it's dope. It has, a, it has by far one of the most um, comprehensive sections on Medina Station, actually. So if you're interested more about like what's going on Medina Station, how the how that stuff plays out, they actually talk about what's called like the Medina Chronicle, the Medina like adventures, uh, making adventures kind of happen there. It's a little get, get a little cyberpunky if you wanted to have a game like that. But to enter that tonight, uh, the keyword is Pegasus. 
Pegasus. Uh, we have a Pegasus on our flag for uh, Mason's Haven, the colony. And I figured that would be a fun word. Uh, we're only eligible to USA, uh, USA addresses uh, only. It's really expensive to ship internationally, guys. I'm sorry. Um, but I look forward to giving this out to someone tonight. And do enjoy the book. It's a great book. I've really had a lot of fun with this. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with it. We're continuing to have fun. I feel like that's it. I feel like I said a lot of stuff. <laughs> you said a lot of stuff. Did, did I say a lot of things? That's cool. Ex exciting uh, things. Exciting things. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, we're going to run. New flashy banners. Yeah. What's that? Our little flashy banners. We have banners? What, what banners? Our, oh, our names. Names. oh, yeah, yeah. They yeah. show off the flag and they have your, your icon. Yeah, we, you know, the allegiances have changed, we'll say, since the last part. The OPA Navy has been put a little behind us and we'll, we'll get to that. But uh, we're on the opening sequence and we have, a, we have a new one that I'm very excited to show off. So we'll be back in about a minute and a half or so. Okay. All right. See ya. Enjoy. Okay. The crew of Sinclair and the Sinclair itself are currently floating dark in the solar system. A weird term to use now that you actually have to label your own solar system. Um, 1300 solar systems have over 1300 solar systems opened up and people are exploring. Um, there was the incident on Illus with uh, involving James Holden and his crew, the Rathanante, with Royal Charter Energy and uh, the colonists there. Things seem to have resolved, better or worse. Uh, some sort of issue with alien tech, explosions, all kinds of stuff, but it has set off that people cannot be held back and are seeing the lucrative nature of the new world. Um, specifically, uh, the Sinclair, in conjunction with a company publicly known as Celeste Blue, Celeste Blue, uh, which is a front for Pope Sanchez uh, shipping, has uh, established a colony, a research colony set up on in the system of uh, Aethra. Uh, the world's known officially as Aethra One, but you all call it Mundos. Mundos. Um, the, your first colonists have set up there is Mason's Haven. Uh, currently, you have a colony ship in orbit with a um, uh, kind of observing, watching the uh, overseeing, helping out the colonists that are on there. There's only about 20, 30 people on the actual surface right now trying to get it set up before they start bringing down more people. Um, 
and uh, it's going. It seems like it's going pretty good. Uh, you managed to bring some of the people you you talked to Tai Gao from. So right now, the majority of the colonists are Martian, and there's about 200 people out there total, but but about 20 of them on the 20 to 30 of them on the surface. Um, yeah. Do you guys have any questions on that, real quick, about the status? But you guys have not been planet side yet. Right. It's, do we know how long it's going to be until we can go planet side? Uh, that's actually what you're waiting on. Uh, currently, uh, a tight beam's coming into the Sinclair that's beaming in through the encryption uh, modules you have, explaining uh, that's supposed to be a, the first status report, so the first like two months of them being planet side of what they've established and what they've got set up. Um, but you're still waiting for it to download, and everyone's kind of sitting around the galley, pretty eager to see this data come through. Um, and there's really nothing to do in terms of like, you don't have to like, you know, check for it. It's just, it's just a straight stream uh, coming on into you guys, uh, being through the relays of the ring and everything. Yeah. Um, but the, the ship that supports them is called the, G the, the Jersey Kinross. I swear to God, I named that ship. Like, I, I don't know how I came with that name, but I really like that name, the Jersey Kinross. I'll put that in the, uh, I'll put that in the chat for everyone here at home. They can all see what the name of the, uh, the colony ship that's floating um, above uh, Aethra or Mundos. Um, but yeah, uh, what do you guys uh, and everyone's kind of watching? Do you guys want? Do you guys want the other crew there while they're waiting for the first data to come through? Or um, yeah, we could we could just be kind of hanging and chatting with you know excitement and it being scary at the same time and just kind of chatter about it. Yeah, making bets. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Michael's the first one to fall in space. <laughs> um, they're all kind of you know, people are kind of talking there, there's been a lot of information coming from these different worlds so it's hard to like figure like everyone's having a hard time following it all to be honest um, it seems like there's some that are more they picked worlds that are more conducive um, some are hitting jackpots where like the local uh, biome is actually completely compatible with like our biome so uh, they can actually start growing plant like growing crops immediately other ones are hitting just like nothing but dirt um, or even hitting worlds that are nothing but like basically like uh, metal. They really can't dig into it at all. Um, um, so yeah, that's kind of like, uh, that's kind of the situation right now with it all is it's just, everyone's kind of, it, you, no one can keep up on all of us, what I'm trying to say, but you guys have waiting for the first Aether thing. And Aether currently has an orbit, uh, the Jersey Kinross and it has the Cryo brand waiting there too. Uh, both both those ships are kind of there. The Cryo brand is supporting its colony, um, which is known as Star's Edge, uh, which is largely a research one. It's also in the dark side of the planet, but it's on kind of a, a further section. It's probably about like um, probably like a uh, three hundred kilometers out from your guys from your guys' colony. But uh, the data is streaming in. Uh, do you guys want to wait for it? Do you want to do have something to celebrate? Um, and it's gonna be it's supposed to be a combination of like a data set com combined with like a video report from one of the, um, the the colonists. Yeah, I'll bring out like a a little stash, yeah. you know, a booze, boozy stash, mm -hmm. something you know to kind of sip on together with a little stash yeah. of chocolate bits. Yeah. And you you the recipe I've been working on. And you managed to also get Stamella to uh, the Jersey Kinross. That's where she currently is residing, is in the, on the colony ship in orbit, waiting for the colony to be established. So uh, you guys managed to smuggle her through, uh, no problem, past Medina Station and everything like too. One of the issues that you are facing, though, is that the, the, little, the little virus, the little like bug you guys planted in Medina Station sensors, you maybe have like two or three more uses of that before they'll pick up on the Sinclair. 
people actually start noticing. But with all the traffic, it's actually pretty easy to blend in. Cool. Uh, all right. Uh, data's loading, coming up. Uh, the screen says, uh, the data set's been ready. There's the video. Uh, what do you guys want to look at first? Do you guys want to look at like, the report, the data set, or do you want to look at like watch the video first? Oh, I definitely want to watch the video first, personally. Yeah. Yeah, I need, I need video. I need uh, I think, visuals. I think Zenny's Zenny. I think is is like kind of partially watching the videos, but is is a little bit more interested in like the actual data because visuals can lie. Yeah, we, we we need to know about the aqua too, the water situation down there. Yeah. So. All right. So it pops up. It's a image of a Martian woman. Uh, you you actually know this woman uh, as Janet. Uh, Janet is uh, Janet Keith, and Janet Keith is like. Uh, the head of the uh, colony team and this report coming in the report was probably sent something like um, with the relay probably sent like eight to ten hours ago um, so there's a pretty big uh, light delay getting the things here because I have to bounce around the stations and everything get routed through Medina and all this kind of crap um, she comes up and, and you can see her on this world uh, she's standing uh, outside of like a um, what looks to be kind of like a it, it looks almost like like a shipping container, but it has like a door set up with some windows. Um, you can see that like she's well lit despite the background, like the sky being completely dark. And you're guessing, she, and you can see like the flag emblem you guys have come up with for uh, uh, Mason's Haven with the, the orange representing the ground, the blue representing the water, and then the, the purple representing the sky there, uh, along with the Pegasus behind her on like the building and everything like that too. It's, it's kind of a rough video. It's not like uh, super high quality, but she's coming through and you can hear her clearly. She begins speaking and saying, um, ah, calling it, uh, two months in, calling report uh, number one. Well, it looks like the people we brought on, the Martians here, uh, we're doing pretty good. Uh, our number one task as we were asked to do was to get the hydroponic system online to make sure we can feed everyone. And it is working. Uh, hydroponics are a go. The water here is um, fairly clean. Um, I we're trying to still figure out some issues with it. Uh, it's, there's the microbes in there that were not, or microbe analogs. We're not entirely sure what they are exactly, um, but the water definitely has been feeding the plants and doing quite well on it. Um, right now, we're looking for some more resources to keep our hydroponics going, but they are a go. Um, so far as trouble plant side, not really much. Um, we have been noticing that some of the large uh, animals, as we're calling them, um, have been kind of poking around here a little bit more, in the, more or less. Um, the uh, one of the one of the uh, call, one of our uh, guys here, uh, uh, what's his name? One of our guys here, Jackson. Uh, he's been calling them the Brachiosauruses because um, they're big, and we're pretty sure they would break anything they stepped on. Um, so we're not, but they haven't really come to the camp too much. We're not sure if the lights either attracting them or deterring them. We can't really tell yet, but, uh, we haven't had a fire on them or had them impose on the camp or anything like that. Um, we are finding some more kind of weird, uh, flora and fauna analogs here. Uh, we're interested in taking a look at those. Um, but we would need a science team to do so right now. The current team is just all infrastructure, uh, water pumps, energy, power, all that. Um, due to the being on the dark side, we are running off of generators. Uh, we with solar panels, solar panels are not an option here, and we're hoping to bring down a fusion reactor when we can. Um, but we would need a bigger team, and we also need to do a geological survey to make sure the ground can actually support a fusion reactor. Uh, I had to get the thing down here and uh, have a cave in. Um, Good question. 
uh, just a real quick question. Yeah, sure. Do we know why they settled in um, on the dark side? Um, there was options to go the light side or the dark side. The, the light side, they are unclear on how uh, heavy it would be in terms of heat. Okay. Um, they haven't seen a year cycle here yet, so they're unclear on heat. Plus, in parts of the light side that seem to have actual quote-unquote shade, we'll say, are like in these like jungle areas that are basically like rain, look like rainforest, like they're canopied out. And it's unclear on what lives in there. Got it. Um, where the dark side is, it does have plants and it's more cavernous, but the plant life tends to just be kind of on the ground. Um, so it kind of, and then also the other problem with the light side is, um, and it's been, this has been noticed, there are massive alien artifacts on the light side. Pretty much almost, pretty much in the dead center of the light side. And based on the illus, uh, the illus situation, uh, Pope actually himself was kind of like, we'd rather step away from those before near them. Um, and and your colonists were very much in favor of this decision as well. <laughs> yeah, they kind of agreed. They thought it was like, yeah, that's a good idea. That's not uh, that's not go piss off the alien stuff quite yet. Um, I like to have food first. Yeah, wait till we're down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First yeah, yeah, we yeah, 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 yeah. first we eat, then we piss off the aliens. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, on, so a, on a full stomach. On here. a full stomach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. look, if I'm gonna start intergalactic war, it's gonna be on a full stomach. Um, say what you want about James Holton, but he always had coffee first. Um, all right, so, but yeah, so um, they're currently, uh, the data sets are coming through. Zenny, you're looking at this, and they currently have um, four major uh, points of, of interest that they're wanting to pursue. Um, one of them is uh, Star's Edge, the actual, uh, the, our, the research and development colony that Pope is running. They haven't made contact with them directly. Um, everything they get about them is through Pope, and it's very little. So it's unclear what Star's Edge is doing. Uh, the colonists are like, they do have, some of the guys have some, uh, they are, they do have militia training. So they could easily maybe do some, a quick spy mission or do a quick drive-by, just take a look. But uh, that would be a pretty big effort because it's a few hundred kilometers out. The next operation they're interested in doing is trying to figure out the Brachiosauruses. Um, they want to know, they're trying to figure out if they're going to have to worry about them in a season or not. Uh, so there was an idea of bringing down a team that would study them. Um, or alternatively, uh, the, they are, if you wanted to, you could try to also just eliminate the Brachiosauruses. Uh, if you want to go to the extreme to it. The next thing they're thinking about is advanced hydroponics. They would like to have better filtration systems and better basically piping and tubes, um, have a better setup. Uh, so they're interested in bringing in more materials, but that's going to cost some serious bucks to bring that in. Uh, a lot of stuff they can't manufacture. Um, the report uh, does say that there's like a uh, there's some microbe in the water that doesn't interact with their current polymers very well. Um, so they they're having to replace pipes here more frequently than they would like to. Um, and then the other one is just research local flora and fauna, find out what's edible, what's poisonous, um, know more about this the situation. Um, they're trying to figure out how the flora and fauna are getting energy without photosynthesis. So those are the current four kind of operations they're looking at. Um, and, and if there's something else you guys wanted to uh, uh, maybe put a request in before they sent their message you wanted to know more about, they could tell you about, or another operation you wanted to give them an order. But at this point, uh, you all are welcome to issue an order to Mason's Haven in terms of what uh, next endeavor you want them to take. How far is the the colony from the light side. I know we're like a few hundred kilometers from the um, other. It's probably about like 500 or 500 away. It would be a major expedition to go over there. Um, 
And uh, yeah, but the, the alien artifacts, if you're curious, you can actually see them from space pretty easily. They're like, a, it's like a series of like prongs that kind of come out of the middle of the planet going, that are always directly facing the sun. So that they're all, that's what like, they're directly facing the sun as the thing orbits around. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. It'd be a good idea if we really studied the flora and fauna though, to figure out where they're getting I, there. I, I exactly like, yeah, thinking. that's the one I like because uh, maybe we can uh, use something with their power source, you know, and um, we wish, and I feel like we should, uh, we would investigate the breaker source before we put in infrastructure because what if we put in this expensive stuff and these things come and bust it up. So, exactly. but I, I like the flora and fauna. Yeah. Let's see what's going on here. We can learn from the environment. And maybe another source of food. Yeah. Medicine, mm -hmm. all kinds of things. So it'd be, it's definitely worth checking out. I eventually probably could eat the break of sources too. <laughs> I do yeah. think there is a there is a photo. There is a photo of the break of sources. If you're curious, they're like big kind of like um, like four legged creatures. Uh, they don't seem to really have like what we would call a head. It seems more of like like their what what passes for their face is kind of embedded into their body. They're very square, and also it seems like they. Um, it's unclear which which way is forward on them. It's unclear if they could go they can go all directions at any time. They can they can change directions quite rapidly. I love that. They're very blocky looking. I'll say that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think it needs to be the first thing, but it it is concerning that only the information that people are getting from this research station is just from Pope. I don't know. I, I could just be paranoid, though. Yeah. No, I agree. Th that would be an endeavor to try to... Um, so that is actually an idea, is trying to establish better communications back home. Um, currently, you guys can communicate in and out, but it's very limited. If you wanted more bandwidth, uh, that would be something to invest in, where you could actually like uh, have your own satellite network to relay to uh, Medina Station, and therefore the rest of everyone. Now, if we want to do stuff like this to, you know, build up the infrastructure with money, do we contact Pope for that, or what's the what's the deal with that? Uh, Pope is basically doing his own research stuff. Um, he would mostly be interested in things that were alien oriented. It sounds like, or some sort of breakthrough, or some sort of weird discovery. Um, but he's largely left you guys alone. Yeah. But more than likely, because he has a science vessel in orbit around the planet, he's probably watching every move of Mason's Haven. But anything on the other side of the ring, he's only getting through like just media feeds and who's ever telling him something. So he's um, he's not like in the super no, but as far as that that system goes, and plus he also has the only currently he has the only warship uh, in that system, his little his little uh, attack ship. So do we still have the drone? Oh yeah, you got drones, yeah. I wonder if we could send one of those over to the. Oh, yeah, you could you could easily send um, if you wanted. To, I mean, you guys are right now in the solar system, so you guys are way far away. But mm -hmm. the the colonists do have access to drones, so if you want them to try to do an exploration of the uh, do a project of exploration of the lights of the bright, what they call the bright, they'd be that's something they could do. Yeah, I think it'd be a good plan. That would be yeah, especially if with the if we do it with the drones. Then, yeah. I mean, you might be out a couple of drones, but at least you're not dead yet. Yeah. See what they're up to. Uh, maybe they maybe they've come up with problems, and uh, we could figure out how what's affecting that side. Yeah. 
good from them, yeah. But yeah, the operation's up to you, which, what kind of things you want the colonies, the next actions you want to take. Um, you'd have to let them know. Yeah, and I think uh, probably, probably the issue with well, the hydroponics is gonna be such an important thing. Mm-hmm. And especially if there's something going on there that um, if we don't have water, you know, and if we don't have, uh, you know, nutrients, it's going to be really rough. And I don't want us to just go all shooting um, any kind of animals, you know, because yeah. that's yeah, just not something mess up that the whatever. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to mess up the ecosystem. Natural <laughs> ecosystems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think that, uh, you know, kind of working on advanced hydroponics would be good um, mm-hmm. and structure. Um, I I think that doing the the research on the flora and fauna might tell us a little bit more on these Brachiosaurus things. Yeah. Uh, and that might be able to uh, inform how we can even do these new hydroponics to make it a little bit more stable and better and, and all that. Yeah, agreed. Maybe because we put in that infrastructure cap and uh, maybe there's some plants there, their roots or something grows crazy, you know, but uh, we'll look at, yeah, we should look it, at it. It's possible, you know, that um, we could turn them into farm animal, animals. Um, I know mm-hmm. this is really weird because many of y'all yeah. actually seen a cow. Um, I've seen pictures. We, yeah, right? yeah. We saw, we saw seen pictures. pictures and stuff. Yeah, somewhere. That's like yeah, a there's, a, well, there's a lot of them over in uh, Medina. With all it's the like, paintings and stuff, but it's yeah, I've seen a lot of things that... called a horse. Yeah, it's a myth. Oh wait, that's what that's what uh, that's Dingo was talking about the uh, a horse farm. Yeah, yeah, they all they all got wings, right? Yeah, all the horses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're shiny. Yeah. Anyway, it's like we could uh, farm them, and you know, kind of if we had a corral that we could put together, and uh, maybe see if there's some way. Um, you know, to have, we could make our own cheese or something. <laughs> and I'll describe the process of cheese making and, uh, which means I could make like real chocolate with actual milk and, you know, just something nice for us. Cause, um, we, we, we want to take care of ourselves all around. So it'd probably be good to have some vitamin D if that's, uh, if that's possible, we don't know. So it wouldn't be too much. If there's anybody that has any animal husbandry skills over there. Uh, the, so basically looking at the data, like, I mean, before animal husbandry, they the first thing they would do is figure out how the ecosystem actually works on a planet. Yeah. <laughs> like before they started harvesting the, like, the animals. So the idea right. would be they would, the, the plan would be like send a bio team down um, yep. from the colony ship and and, uh, and expand the colony a little bit uh, to take a shot at that. So if you want them to do that, that's certainly where you can yeah, that's that's we could start there, and then um, and then they could track because are they predator? Are they prey? Or are we yeah. just not seeing their prey? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Or are they at the top of the chain? Are they sentient? You know, well, who mm-hmm. who knows what kind of interactions people have? It so yeah, a bio team would be great. Okay. Um, not just them because there's got to be smaller animals too. Yeah, yeah, they, and have, yeah. they have observed microbes, and there are like yeah. there is like plant analogs, but they're usually like it's like ground cover type plants. They're not like trees and stuff right. like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, we don't know if ground cover plants we can eat those either. Mm-hmm. So you know, any any kind of that of finding out what okay. we can use the resources that are on the planet. Okay. So I'm hearing research flora and fauna as like the main 
the main thing. First, figure out what yeah. lives here. Okay, so figure out the biome. Sounds like a great plan. Okay, cool. So you go up and you you sell you you kind of like uh, you guys okay it. You send the stuff back to them. Um, you give them a plan. Uh, check off whatever's good. Um, in addition, though, they do have uh, their current supply. The the colony that they have up has enough supplies to maintain them for probably a year, honestly. Um, but unless you want to secure them more advanced stuff, you can also do that if you want to. Um, but we're going to go ahead here, folks, and do our first colony checks. All right. Yay! So if, if you if you all there, uh, whoever here, um, we're going to do two of them. Two, one, the first one's for a plot action. So this is going to be for like which operation, which if you look at the operations sheet is the uh, research floor and fauna one. Yeah. Um, and this is going to be a science-based one. So... Uh, my question to you off the bat is, do you want to tell them to utilize any extra resources? So like they only have so many resources there, but they can push and uh, basically eat up more of the resources or just send people down. Um, is there anything like that you want to do? Or do you want to try to fund it to Myrtle? Because you guys can use your money to like bump some of these checks up too. Yeah, I'll, I'll spend a little bit. Okay. So I want to have Myrtle, why don't you make me an income test? Real um, quick? Wait, wait, but how much? Okay. Uh, the question, sure, sure. player to player, what's your income level at? Because mine still has six temporary bonus because I haven't spent money. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah mine's so nine. So I have nine. Yeah, I have a total of nine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So My base is nine. So Myrtle's going to go for it? Sure. Uh, it's up to you. All right. So Myrtle, you, you take a shot at it. Make your uh, income test real quick. And let's see what you get here. And if you can get enough to support. First, oh, first oh, roll. Yes. First roll. Yeah. 15. 15. Okay. So you, you managed to, to burn some income here. Um, this one's going to lower your income score by one because it's actually quite expensive to do this. Uh, uh, yeah. But you managed to actually secure some restocks of some new supplies there. So basically analytical gear. Um, and they're going to be able to fabricate the stuff on the ship and then they'll get restocked on it. But they're basically gonna, like, they bought basically the plans to build new sensors and, and have some new stuff there. So they'll be able to bring that down. And now I'll give them um, a pl I'm gonna have that give them a plus uh, one on these rolls for um, you. Actually, I'm gonna have to give them a, a they give yeah I'll give them how to give a plus one on these rolls for their uh, for their research test. So who wants to actually roll the science check for this? Yes. Oh, does anyone want to roll? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So then this, this is a science check. So you get a plus one to this. Um, so you have to roll up against the science, the difficulty of the science for this. So uh, go for it. Give me the, give me the check real quick. Come on. Uh, Big bucks. Uh, thirteen. Okay. So uh, your check comes up a tad short of the, uh, <laughs> of the. What do you say? Thirteen. Comes up a tad. Sh what was the lowest number on any of those dice? Three. Three. Okay. Yeah, because you needed to get the uh, you need to get a, a fifteen to beat this. So what you can do though is you can burn the uh, stability of the of the uh, colony to get the fifteen to win. Shit. So that's gonna be that would cost five stability to push up to a five for that three. That, that's pretty fun. Yeah. What? <laughs> it, okay. So the stability is at twenty five. Correct. And this is for the researching flora and fauna, right? Correct. This seems really important. I, think I say go for it. I say yeah. Burn. Okay, you know I would like to spend it. All right. So you Cause burn five like, stability, uh, <laughs> and they're gonna make their efforts to do this. Okay. So congratulations, you won the check. What that Yay, means? We did it, and I feel great. 
Instability. Instability. Uh, Unstable. Roll 2d6 and then add uh, one to it for this uh, check to see how effective this was on the uh, on the research. Seven. Seven. Okay. So you managed to actually, uh, they started doing the project and they are actually doing okay on it. Uh, so not too bad. You didn't get any doubles on that, that first check, right? It was in double fives or anything. Okay. So yeah, but I they, wish. they start going through and uh, the team Oh starts... wait, if we bumped it up to a five, then yes. Okay, you bumped it up to a five, okay, so you did produce stunts. Okay, so we get we get yes. our plot action stunts. Nice. Um, and that how many how many stunt points would that have been? Five, ooh, been wow, five. quite a bit. Um, yeah. Do you want, you can do a double shift where you can actually ha- roll the, get an extra check immediately on this, and try to like advance it. Or you could, um, do more stability. Basically, they have stability as well, so you can do more stability damage, try to uh, do more to it. Um, or you could um, get regain some stability or something like that, some combo they're in. Um, they really are. Let's yeah. go Let's go hard right away and do another <laughs> one. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There you, right. so go ahead. Like, there you go. Yeah, because, I mean, we're okay. Yeah. Right now, things are going to get way worse. <laughs> okay. okay. Don't worry, I'll, I'll put stability. Um, <laughs> I should mention, too, One of us has to I make should also table. mention, if you fail a check, the calling takes stability damage. Great. So, but no. you will, if you, yeah, okay, go for it. So give me hey, another check. Hey, we're not down there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> kidding. Well. You can turn around, right? <laughs> yeah. How's that one go? You get the plus one on it as well, so. There's 11. 11 total. Ouch. Okay, let's see what I get here. Okay. Okay, not too bad. I, I got an 11 as well. So you, so uh, with a tie, uh, it goes to the aggressor, which is you. So roll yes. over 2d6 and add one to it and see how much yes. further you get into this operation. Well played. Five. <laughs> Another five. Okay. Yeah. Okay, five. That was a minimal. That got a little bit more, but not much. And no doubles, right? So... Uh, no. Okay. All right. No doubles. So there you go. That was that was the colony test. Uh, the first Ooh. plot action. So they started making progress on the research of the flora and fauna, but they're not going to be done with it. But now we also get to do our colony growth check. So now we get to see if the colony actually grows. That is, um, they're at a, they're at a capacity where they can bring on more people down from the uh, colony ship. So we're going to go ahead and do that real quick. Um, this is a, another check where you roll two uh, d six, or sorry, you roll three d six. And you use the, the the highest score. So the highest score for the colony is its infrastructure. So it's a one. So who wants to roll this one? Scott or Scott, you want to do it? Scott, you want to do it? All right. Everybody gets the roll some. Three, yeah. six plus one, buddy. I'll just save, save my roll a, for... And this is against an 11. Crazy one. What'd you get? Yeah. 13. 13. 14. 14, very nice. Okay, so you see the colony growth check. So the colony will grow or at least maintain. Did you get any doubles? No. Okay. So yeah, so basically the colony just maintains. Uh, Nothing special happens to it. It just kind of like keeps up there. They brought down some science people. That's about it. They started doing their research. That's going to be the colony's turn. Um, Very exciting. That was a lot of of uh, middle management in space, folks. (laughs) That's Um, cool. I I like that part. Right, yeah, there was opportunities there for you guys to expand, but it didn't happen this time. But you guys did make progress on this current project. If you look at the pro- operation, you'll see that the stability of it went down. Um, all right, cool. So you guys are kind of kicking back. Um, and part of the reason why the Sinclair is back in the soul system is to grab another, there's another colony ship that's interested in coming out. 
this one is named the uh, De Hosto. De Hostos. I'll put that in the chat real quick too. So I almost made that the um, De Hostos. Um, the De Hostos is another is a kind of a amalgam colony ship. It's been put together by some independent people. A few people from Ganymede, a few people from Mars, some people, and a lot of Earthers. Um, and uh, you've been kind of setting up to wait for its signal to go rendezvous with it and the like. Um, should be, uh, yeah. Uh, but they have a deal to come out to the to the Aetherus system and take a look around and, and help out and try to uh, up the amount of resources and, and everything too. But they've been looking for a place and uh, you guys got a hold of them, so. Uh, that's the current kind of situation you're on with the solar system. Um, and how far are they away from us right now? Uh, so you guys are floating out past Saturn right now, waiting for them to come out. They have to do a ring transit. The idea was that the Sinclair would escort them through. Um, they have complete legit papers for getting through the ring. They're expected. Um, and you can actually pull up their trajectory of where they are if you want to, uh, and take a look of where they should be at least. Uh, it's just kind of more of a projection, unless you want to use the scopes on the ship to really try to look for them, but that's going to take a while to find a tiny dot way the hell out there. Um, but yeah, they're on they're on track. Uh, they should be rendezvousing at the rendezvous point within the next uh, week or so. So they're, they're making their way up pretty, pretty good, uh, pretty steady burn. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, the rest of the crew is doing pretty good. Everyone's kind of hanging out. Uh, Jan's like, Jan's kind of interested in all this stuff. He's been looking at the data too. McMichael's looking at the data. Um, they're kind of curious about like what exactly, one of the questions with with the with Mundos is, once you get established there, where's like, what's the profitability? Like, what's gonna keep you in the loop of trade? Um, or is it just that you're trying to set up a cabin in the woods type thing, you know? Break a sources, so we will. <laughs> Honestly, we're gonna domesticate them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every, everybody, every household, every station is gonna want one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Raise them as babies. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, it's 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 an interesting. It's an interesting kind of prospect. And you know, Michael's is like, he's looking at the initial analysis that's come out, and he's like, it's pretty minimal. They haven't really done soil analysis. Um, the water that's come through. They're saying there's these microbes, but they're kind of alien origin, so they're not really sure how to analyze them. Um, but the plants seem to be filtering them out, though. Um, so the water that's coming off the plants seems to be okay. So some of the plants can deal with them, but um, their filtration system is doing okay with it too. But they would like a better filtration system. That's a big thing they want to get. Um, and that's kind of what the Dehostos is supposed to be doing is like really ramping up food uh, production on the planet was the idea here. Um, I like that. Okay, you guys chill out for the week, taking taking it easy, waiting for the call. Um, it's you're supposed to head out about like supposed to do the rendezvous maneuvers in about like a day and a half. Uh, Zenny, you're you're the comms officer. Zenny, you get a you get a communique on the encrypted channel, the uh, the one you guys have your little extra module, your little illegal in decryption module. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so you get a little you get a little message on that that pops up. Um, and it's on the channel that the that you've kind of provided to those that are that are gonna go through the rings, those that are kind of on that, that private area. This is kind of the communication you have amongst like the ships you're escorting. Um, but it, it looks like it's coming from the Dehosto. Uh do I is it like a recorded message? Is it like a live? Uh, it's a it looks like a um a message from the the kind of the ship setup. Like it's just like kind of oh, the okay. um 
not an automated message, but a uh, just like you push a button, you send a message type thing. Okay, 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 okay. okay, okay. Oh, so it comes, it, com it comes up with like the um, it comes up with like the rendezvous data and shows all the data coordinating that you guys are gonna rendezvous. A lot just add on to what you've previously done, but it comes up saying that um, there's a small like it's it's saying there's now like a delay of like um, three hours or something like that. There's some sort of like rough. Uh, they face some sort of weird issue. Uh, with their sensors, and that it's gonna—it's delaying their tra their transit to the rendezvous point. Um, but they want to make sure you're not like you don't overshoot them, or you're out there nowhere. So it's trying to coordinate, re-coordinate with the Sinclair. Um, this kind of data. Uh, yeah, I would, um, you know, overcoms tell Captain and everyone, um, and. Because because they're paranoid, say we're sure that all the papers were correct and and everything, right? This isn't so. gonna be some some weird something going on. Hmm. There there is attached to it like if you want to look for the sensor data log, like what the log says, you could certainly sift through it if you want to. Any that would be a technology test to to, to take a look at it. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, they're hoping that old habits never die, as they say. <laughs> There's the role I wish I could give to my colony members. <laughs> um, 16. Okay. Double fives. All right, very nice. So you start sifting the data, and uh, you get like a nice breakthrough. We'll use like, the breakthrough stunt here. That feels like a good one. Um, yeah. It looks like the there's kind of like a random chatter. It, it basically their analysis is that they think it's just background radiation interfering off something, but mm. um, you're looking through it, and uh, something feels off. It's almost like not a pattern, but like a, a pattern of randomness that's occurring throughout the uh, this kind of like sensor log stuff they're getting. Hmm. Um. Okay. Uh So does it it does it look like like uh potentially there that someone put something on their ship that's making their sensors seem to randomly glitch out, but it's actually kind of like what was potentially happening to our engine way so long ago of like, it seemed random, but it was actually uh, like intentional. As far as like, you wouldn't be able to tell that from here, mm -hmm. um, but uh, I mean, you could get a second opinion from like uh, your, uh, your XO who does have a security background. Uh, they might have a chance or that captain could even take a look at too but yeah something's up with it like there, there's some sort of weird um pattern to it uh but it doesn't i don't know like you'd have mm -hmm. to see their systems to actually tell you if it's like that the someone inserted bad code into it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah there's some, okay. something up with it yeah should i should i uh talking to the captain mm -hmm. and xo um should i tell them that about this should i should i send a message back to them i mean they think that the the sensors are bad anyway but do you think you bad. could maybe do something that's like um 
a way to let them know without kind of if somebody is listening in or somebody's messing with something that they would be able to tell you know maybe touching base with them just like hey just making sure we know you're having problems everything cool blah 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 that kind of thing um do I know if this is a belter run ship uh the ship is currently owned by uh a, a uh, small company that is a belter owned company yeah they're kind of an offshoot um that has brought a bunch of people on so yeah okay Mm, they don't happen to be based out of series. No, they're not based on series. Uh, they're coming out of. Let's uh, say they're coming out of Hygia. Okay. Um. Well. Uh, yeah. I guess if there's, if the person, whoever's like, what, whoever sent the automated message. I want to try to send a message back mm-hmm. that's kind of like, uh, basically like double speak, like, yeah. uh, uh, hoping, crossing my fingers that someone somewhere read the same th- manual that I did <laughs> of like, <laughs> hey, okay. this is what this is what you should say when you mean this thing when you don't want someone who may be listening, <laughs> you know. Try so to keep your like, public like, conversations private. Yeah. We've got like hardcore belter on it, so you only the yes. belters understand. Okay. So you, yeah. you, you, you the first time in a while. <laughs> give me a give me a communications ex- expression check. Let's see how you can if you can okay. properly do this, make sure it's like uh, clear. Expression. Yeah, it's under it's under uh communication, yeah. It's it's the same it's the same skill you'd use if you gave like a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> like seriously, that's what it basically is. Great. <laughs> Uh, 16, okay. double force. All right, very nice. Um, so you go up and you kind of like, you kind of drop this stuff and you know, you got kick to say, you know, kind of throw some lingo in there. Basically mm-hmm. asking like, you know, hey, do you know that like there's issues and stuff like that? And that mm-hmm. is really what's going on. Um, you get a- For two seconds, I sound a whole lot like Jackrabbit just because yeah. I've been around <laughs> it's like super thick. very recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See the, see the bonus episode, people, only on the Patreon. Uh, let, me give a, let me give a link. Well, listen quick. to it, because you can't, you can't watch it, because yeah. it's just our voices, but you should listen to it. Uh, but yeah, so you, you send this message out. Uh, message takes a few minutes to get out there. Uh, a few minutes back, you get a, you get a message back saying that, um, uh, the ho- uh, saying, yes, uh, Retrans, we you know we've had uh, severe computer issues. Please retransmit rendezvous coordinates. And basically, it says like they had like wipe them. They had a wipe part of their computers, and that they needed to know the rendezvous coordinates again. Uh, cat personal suggestion: we give rendezvous coordinates. Maybe we don't give it an exact. Maybe we stick. Maybe we don't quite make it there by the time they get there. Just. To- Make sure that's that sounds great. Okay, very good idea. Yeah, I'm gonna give coordinates that are just a little bit off, just like <laughs> the tiniest smidgen, so that we can kind of get a sense of maybe what's going on before we get there. Who else might show up? Yeah. Okay. So you shoot these these coordinates uh, along with the time frame and, and restructure the whole like flight, and they you know they send out. Uh, you hit. You, you can see it hit the uh, the communicators of the, the hostos, and uh, 
they come back and say, uh, and coordinate, confirm that they'll be there at that time and everything like that. So, yeah. Great. Um, I just, Zenny's just gonna sit here and watch every sensor and is gonna be just a real happy camper for the next week, for sure. Uh, Myrtle, or you're the captain. hours or whatever. Myrtle, uh, you're the captain. What do you, uh, how do you wanna approach this? Do you wanna talk about, talk it over with the XO and the rest of the crew or? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, We'll gather everybody together. Well, first, we'll t- I want to talk to uh, to Wyatt, Zenny, and Waxer. Okay. Senior so crew, that way, your, senior crew, you're yeah. up on the deck. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then just say, well, you know, hey, uh, I think that uh, Zenny's spider senses are tingling. Um, so what that means is that they are seeing things that there might be something up here and we don't know if anybody's listening in so this is what's happened with uh the coordinates and we're gonna fly casual just to see what happens because if somebody shows up that shouldn't be showed up there um we want to make sure that we're not that close yeah i, I agree but i also don't want to scare everybody mm-hmm. so uh i don't know exo what you think about telling everybody else or just to prepare them for, we might have a bumpy ride at some point. That would be the right way to do it. I don't think we need to tell them exactly what's happening, but just kind of be prepared for any number of things. Stay close to a crash couch, yeah. 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 And I'll just make pointed pointed eye contact towards Wyatt. Yeah. yeah stay close <laughs> to a crash couch, right? It's little, right there. Little pat on the shoulder. Yeah. 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 A little pat on the metal arm, the whatever arm that you have now. It's carbon fiber. It's carbon fiber. I want to be very clear. It's carbon fiber. Yeah. Damn, yeah. buddy. Yeah. So. All right. Just, just decapitate the rest of your body. Just replace you with that. Let's go. Uh, yeah. I, I will say this about, about the arm. Why? If you're curious, uh, you do have like your kung fu grip, but that's about it. You can't like, and you have to turn it on and off. You have to like push a button to override the grip restrictions. But um, yeah, you, uh, it's not like you can't like, you know, deadlift 400 pounds or something like that. You know, you have to actually like That's disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> just because you have seven arms. You only have so much money. <laughs> well, just because like, just, just your arm can lift it doesn't mean your back can. <laughs> so, uh, is great. Yeah, yeah no, no, no true word. Yeah, for, for us being older on the show, there's no true word. <laughs> Listen, I feel, I feel old. So like I'm I mean, there in spirit. <laughs> um, yeah, so you guys kind of, uh, but yeah, you, you have a setup here, Myrtle, uh, and actually you guys are thinking about it. Uh, keep With things my on. comfy blanket, <laughs> my heated uh, comfy blanket. So yeah, you put you can put the ship on yellow alert real quick. That's our yep. you know kind of a, kind of an issue, which is hey everyone like you need to be within so many like seconds of a crash couch. Um, do you want to, you can issue up, up like a yellow plus order? We'll call it we'll call it yellow plus, where like the crew would actually be in vac suits the whole time, ready to go to like. Uh, localized air. If That's be. actually not a bad idea. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, I'll do that, and also I'll just kind of make a little announcement. Hey, friends! So uh, we may have some interesting times coming up ahead. So um, we're gonna do this. Nothing to stress about, but it's always better to be safe than sorry. Okay, cool. Yeah. So everyone, <laughs> everyone starts walking around the back. Most of the builders don't really give a shit. They're cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, some people, you know, some people, prefer, you know, now there's no, now there's, but there's no more bathroom breaks because every time you're walking, there's a bathroom break. Um, yeah. Hopefully our <laughs> medic is not freaking out. 
you know. You know, she's doing all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's getting kind of used to it, uh, Critty. Um, you know, her being from uh, Earth and, and the shared Pacific Asian intrazone, uh, it's, you know, she's gotten used to this. Um, been out here for almost a year now, I guess. Maybe a little under a year. Um, still kind of being mind blown by it all, but uh, yeah, seems to be doing okay. Along with uh, making food and stuff like that too, which has been okay yeah. over the time. Uh, you guys, I'll, I'll, I'll send her just a little ping. Okay. And just let, you know, just because it's, you know, earther to earther. It's yeah. just like, hey, just want to make sure you're okay, you know, because we've had a lot of unexpected things since you've met us. So just wanted to, if you need anything, just yeah, let me know. She's like, no, it's, it's, it's been okay. Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm still trying to figure out what, what the end game is here. Uh, but new planet, new worlds, you know, I, just the idea of going to Mars or Ceres always blew my mind, but a whole new planet, wow. Right, right. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, fascinating stuff. So yeah, no, I can't wait. Uh, but whatever you guys need support. But hey, uh, Cap, are we, are we in danger? Is there someone out there going to hurt us? No, I think if, there might be interesting negotiations, but I don't think that, you know, it's going to be fine. But you oh. never know what, what might happen. So um, just uh, if you want to just settle in and and uh, you're more than welcome to, you know, kind of come up deck and uh, and hang if you want. Okay. Just grab one of the cash cou- couches up in, you know, in the ops area, okay. if that will make you feel more comfortable. Yeah, sure, sure. And they, they come up and they're... They eventually come up and they're they sit in the crash they're kind of sitting by the crash couch watching the data come through and see what the ship's doing and and everything um wyatt uh and waxer what about you two like what are you up to captain's giving the order like saying like you know be with so many you know meters of a crash couch at all, all times ready to strap in back suit up yeah you know wax is uh floating around uh just doing i'm just trying to do a couple of things before anything happens maybe like you know, make sure things aren't flying around, checking things, but uh, not too concerned yet. Your, your daily work's taking a little bit longer because now, like between like the different tools you have to use, you, you want you have to strap them in before you can grab the next tool. So you have, so just put it off the side. You're having to like put it in, strap it in, then unstrap the other one, pull it out, and go back and forth on everything. So it's a little bit longer of work, but uh, that it's just an extra extra step that's not too bad. Yeah, I got to do everything twice. You know, it's like uh, you know, it's like retrograde right now or something. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so everything's a little bit harder. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. I'll make sure all your checks are. So, <laughs> yeah. Can't wait till March. Numbers. <laughs> yeah. Just on a, on a side bit. I can't wait till March. Right. Uh, I hear you. Capricorns in, in March. It'd be good. All right. So you, you guys kind of take a second here and um, get the ship ready for any kind of real danger. Uh, there's definitely a preoccupation with the last time the high G's were pulled at a sudden at a sudden issue. Uh, there was distinctly nothing happened. Nothing happened. Uh, nothing. Ha- no one lost an arm. No one shot a guy. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you can tell that like uh, Zan uh, is a lot. Yan is a lot happier about this, uh, having to patch up the hole with the uh, the leak in the side last time was kind of a rough a rough uh, point for them as well. Um, I mean, Michaels is cool with all this, but Michaels is just kind of hanging out, been pretty mellow, keeping down on the deck, keeping busy with the ship. Uh, and is very eager to get to try this planet thing, wants to really see what a planet's about, what's what like full gravity really like. I'm sure he's interested in the uh, fauna as well, yeah. Yes, so right, we'll go with that, yeah. yes. <laughs> we'll go with that. Uh, the hydroponic system actually has been mm-hmm. very intriguing. Yeah. Um, all right, so you guys, you guys take some, take some time there. So what's what's the what's the game plan here, Myrtle and, and XO and everyone? Like, what what's the plan? So you have this, the rendezvous points there. You're saying show up a little bit late to it, or how do you want to do that? Like, how late is late? 
think we need to be late enough to where we can kind of scout the area. Can we send one of our drones out there and not that far? Not that yeah, far. The drones are all propellant. Like they'll, I, they can go maybe like a like a few thousand kilometers. But you're talking like this is like millions of kilometers out there. I mean, I, I definitely don't want to be right up there if there's somebody following them or there's something that we need to be worried about. Yeah. I just, I don't know what the best course of action is because we just don't know what's coming or what, it may be nothing even. Yeah, it could be, it could be over just being a little cautious, but mm -hmm. that's good. That's good. That's always good. All right, Zanny, you, uh, Zanny, you're sitting on comms uh, mm -hmm. with one more day to get out there, and you get a ping. A, a, a ping comes in. A tight beam comes in from one of the relay the relay satellites that's outside of the the ring. Um, usually, those are messages coming from the uh, Ethera system, like uh, back where Mason's Haven is. Uh, but yeah, this one doesn't have the same signature. It's not like it's not Pope. It's not a Mason's Haven. It's it's something else. Maybe from a so station. Just to make sure, this is a message coming from the other side of the ring. We're still in the solar system, yeah? Uh, it's coming from one of the relays outside of the ring. So, I mean, it, it could be from inside the, the solar system, too. Okay, but, but it's it, from, like, yeah, that is, it usually, over there. That, that usually indicates that something's coming from that direction. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll pull it up. Yeah, it's like an unknown sender and all this stuff like that. Too. It looks like yeah. some sort of weird little data terminal. Um, like a little like public service terminal you'd see like on a on like a bigger ship, um, and uh, usually like, maybe like a like a transport ship, and it, it comes up and it's it's like a a, a video, uh, and it's it's a person it's like a person who's like uh, Sinclair where the something's happening uh, we're being boarded please help and then like it just cuts out, um, yeah, Please. someone is directly telling you that you have that they've been boarded. Shit. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. Uh, no, it's like video. It's like a, it's like a, it's like one of these like public terminals. You can go into like a little booth and like talk to somebody. Basically, uh, it's it's look, it's the future version of a payphone. Okay. Like, Is there right. like uh, giveaways though of where this could have been you know taking place? You at? you could you could uh, put it up against schematics of, of things if you want to, or ask the the Sinclair yeah, itself doing, to like analyze. I'm gonna do so much scrubbing of this like five seconds of video as much as I physically can. If I can see any like serial numbers that would tell me anything about this thing, if I can like if there's any audio that's weird that would tell me any. Listen, I'm I did I I'm an investigator. <laughs> this is the shit I was uh, made for. Give me give me a check. Give me a technology check as you kind technology. of dig through the uh not the an investigation check it's the same number it doesn't matter technology boom one time i get uh, i gotta burn fortune but i'm i don't know i'm going to mm, let's i'm gonna put the target number at 14 if you're curious Uh, then I will only need to spend one <laughs> or two, technically, because yeah, I, I, I need to get a one to two. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you spend a little bit of fortune here. Um, the, uh, you start pulling through the data. What are you going to draw die? So I got double fours. Four okay, double fours. Okay, cool. So you start, uh, you start digging through it a little bit here and you can see that like it's come off a public terminal and you pull the serial number off the terminal it came from. 
and you go up and you have to run that against the company that owns these like this this communication network and it, it takes a little while to go through it uh, and get a response like a few hours but you eventually do and this one is specifically registered on the dehostos Wait, but there that's the wrong direction, <laughs> isn't it? It and is. I... Okay, cool, great, cool. Uh, if Wyatt is there, I assume Wyatt would have been there then. Yeah, Wyatt's in the, he's on the deck, I, yeah, he's doing his job. Great. Uh, yeah, no, I would, uh, <laughs> I would call over, I would call you over immediately. Uh, and, uh, say, uh, whatever's meeting us is not, is not them. It's not, it's not the... They, I play, I play the, the video for him, uh, and, you, you and see, like... You see, like, a, it's, you know. it's like a, it's, it's like an Earther man, and he's going like, you know, that we're being boarded, oh my god, like, something's happening here and like it cuts out but you don't um you know it's, it's not like the sinclair like you know they're calling for the sinclair to help and everything but you've so never seen you, you've never seen this man before like you, you have no idea who the hell this guy is and how far how long until they're supposed to meet us at the rendezvous oh uh, you guys got about a day and a half until you're supposed to meet them that's when you're supposed to meet them but if you want to delay you're welcome to delay or stay back right. and observe my my understanding my understanding was they were supposed to be coming from further into mm. the yeah. soul system, not mm. rings ringside ish. Yeah, this of... doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Um, Zany, I'll let you. This is what I'm gonna have you use your uh, your stuff points on for the investigation check. Um, you oh, dig yeah. through the data a little bit more. Yes, please. And you find that like, I. Uh, it looks like it, it bounced. It, it bounced around set satellites for like almost like a like a half a day before it got off one that that came out to you guys. Um, and what's kind of strange about it is the yeah normally it would come from the other direction, but this time it came from this direction. And the only this somehow this satellite seemed to know where you guys were, uh, which it probably shouldn't know where you were. So, <laughs> That's so, more concerning, actually. Yeah. To me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shenanigans are afoot. Yeah. <laughs> Shenanigans. This is a point where I really, I, I just don't know what to do. I don't know the right move here. Let's go back, go back to your cabin and play with your glass cats. <laughs> my little onyx cat. I've started my captain collection. Hey. Thanks to Waxer. Hey, I mean, uh, we could always uh, delay it. Yeah, no, I mean. Yeah, what's the interest? What what do? Well, I mean, we can see what they want. You know, yeah. I, I'm thinking about this this interest, and what I think I'm going to do is we're going to take a quick break. Ah! Uh, <laughs> we'll, take a, we'll take a quick. Got thirsty there, guys. We all we all everyone wanted a drink suddenly. It's great. Um, so the situation is that uh, it seems like someone has asked the Sinclair for help, distinctly calling you out. Uh, looks like it came from uh, the Dehostos. Uh, in addition, it. Some satellite near the ring seems to know your position. 
Um, shenanigans are afoot. Mm -hmm. Discuss amongst yourselves. This could be potentially very dangerous because we are kind of wanted by the OPA right now. So right. we have to be careful on that side of things too. We can't just. I mean, we're wanted. We're wanted by Mars. I'm wanted by Mars too. Well, yeah, we're all wanted by somebody at this point. But hey, uh, I mean, wax. I mean, th what if, like, uh, you know, when all the refugees came out of Ganymede, maybe it's, uh, maybe some crew, you know, they're desperate to get out of system wax and, uh, no, maybe, but I... <laughs> okay, maybe they're good people. Maybe they just want to come and, uh, you mm. know, uh, enter mm. the, become part of what we're doing. Yeah. Can you send a message think... back to that where we got it? Yeah, you it's could. It's just a relay. It's, I, mean, I mean, we could, but it's just a relay. Like, it, but you can send a, you can send a message back to that terminal on that ship through that same network. Yeah. Yeah. But you it could, took. I mean, it bounced around for a day and a half. Yeah, and also this so, like, this would be a confirmation of you giving away your position quickly. Yeah. That's, right. 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 Yeah. 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 Um, listen, I can ask Ian, but I don't. It. it you're right. Wax up. It, it might be some good feeling, you know, other belters who want just to, I don't know, do something for themselves. It could also be other belters, you know, like uh, the Naros people or, or something that, that are doing something less good. Yeah, but they, you, know? like, you think they would track us all out of here? Yeah. I don't know. I could. I could. Mm -hmm. uh, Yan's the only one that I know of who's been part of their crew, even yeah, if you know, for a little bit. So, I mean, if you're okay with it, Cap, I could go ask him. I could bring him up here. Um. Yeah. Might as well. Otherwise, I was gonna say we could head to the original point. You know, and just ignore this for now and just be ready. Uh, uh, well, Myrtle, you get the, a, this. Oh, go ahead. You get, you get a ping from engineering. It's McMichael. Yes. You take it. Yep. He goes, hey, this is, hey, it's Chief Engineer McMichael. He seems to he likes to call himself Chief Engineer too. Now it's kind of funny. That's um, funny. Yeah. <laughs> Make him feel Bless better about himself. It, it's just a, it's just, it's just purely for his self esteem. Um, <laughs> and, uh, he goes, hey, well, hey, Cap, uh, just to let you know uh, our window. For making uh, the rendezvous at a point three G burns closing pretty quick, uh, which probably get underway soon enough. Unless we want to do a harder burn, we can make it. But just let you know. Okay, I appreciate it. I'll uh, I'll be in touch real quick here. You, you can see in the background, Yan. If you want to ask him to bring it, send Yan up now. Would be the time too. Yeah, yeah. Go I'll ahead pop and do my that. head into yeah. I'll pop sure. my head into frame and say, Hey, Yan, come up here. He goes, he goes. What's that? Oh yeah. He's like, okay, man. And he goes, and yeah, goes, all right, going up. Cap said, and uh, he goes, all right, Michael, Chief Chief Engineer Michael, out. And he pushed the button. <laughs> like, uh, his heart. you guys, you guys go on up. He comes on up in a few minutes there. Why does Cap think... always say "bless your heart"? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I know. I am. I am married to a Southern woman. I know what it means, and it is dangerous. <laughs> Michaels might not. Uh, so <laughs> exactly, yeah, uh, Yan comes up and he kind of comes in the into the the uh, operations deck. And he goes, "Yeah, what's, what's going on, Cap?" Uh, so yeah, questions for you. Okay. Is any. Um. Uh, how long were you with the Inaros? We're bringing that up again. Uh, it's not 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 to. Change, uh, it's like it, nine it months. Be 
like maybe nine months, something like that. Not very long. I mean, we got we we did a few we hit a few targets here and there, but nothing big. Just a little bit of time. Most of us just waiting around for stuff to happen. Do you know? Do you know if he'd be targeting something such as the the colony ship that we're meeting up with? Oh, he'd love that. I mean, you got these colony ships don't got no defenses. They easy pickings. That's why we here, right? We here to guide them in. You think they hit? They hit, you think they hit our colony ship? We supposed to pick up the hostos? Oh, I won't say anything, but I'll just like push play on the on the video. He, goes, he, looked, he looked over it and he goes like he looked at it. And he goes, they actually got a message out. That's impressive. Well, I mean, that bounced around for a day and a half before it got to us. So. Yeah, because they would have scrambled their their stuff. Where did it bounce out from? You want to show him like the, the, uh, the, the yeah. satellite? He goes, he's like, yeah. Sounds like they got they got it off on this. The ship got one message off outside the angle of the, the scramble. They got lucky. Yeah. Ah. Uh, gee, yeah, no, that that ship's getting hit. I, it could be in our, it could be some other pirate. Who know? They ain't gonna last. That's bait. I bet. Hmm. How many how many but people it, are on the ship that's on that ship? Like oh, it's, it's like two hundred and fifty. Yeah. How many people, yeah. How how people are people? on a pirate ship? How many are on a pirate ship usually? Yeah. Like he's like oh it's like, it depends on the size of the ship, but somewhere between like six to twenty depends on the size of the ship. How could they but take over? Because colony ships aren't full of people like you and me. He's like, he's, he's like, he kind of, scientists, he, it's all he, smart people. Yeah, it's yeah, not people who can yeah, take care of gets kind of a headache looking at you suddenly, Wyatt. Like you, can tell, you tell you he has a headache, and he's like, weren't you a fucking cop? Yeah, but <laughs> you gotta think, if, if people are in a dire situation, <laughs> if you're in a dire situation, you're going to, there's going to be some people that are going to He's act. like, no, no, no. He's like, no, the, the policy is you punch holes in the, you punch holes in the oxygen, you bleed the ship out. That's true. They ain't gonna, you know. Oh, man, they ain't trying to kill it. They, they're going to kill everyone, but they're going to get on there and just space them or suffocate mm -hmm. them out. If that's the case, we need to be proactive and not sit back here and wait to see what's going on. We need to just go see what's going on. And if these people yeah. need help, we need to we need to help them the best we can. Well, I like he's like, yeah, he's like, just uh, OK, Cap. He's like, he, yeah, he kind of looks at you. At Merle. He's like, yeah, well, I guess you want us to put the back suits on for a reason. OK. Yep. Uh, yeah, All right. I'll tell the I'll tell McMichael's to prep for uh, some punctures. Yeah, I better get, get the patch kits ready. I'll go ahead. And I'm gonna look at Cap. I'm like Cap. I'm gonna go ahead and let the whole ship know that there may be a little more coming than what we originally thought. Yeah, yeah, I that'd be a great prepared. thing. Yep. So I'll go over the radio and over the loudspeaker and. All right. Explain the situation, but not in the most terrifying way. Be ready because this could turn <laughs> shitty real quick. More firming a... than my hippie way. <laughs> hey guys, people are be throwing stuff at us, so watch out. <laughs> hey, I might get a little rough, but don't worry. Uh, uh, you might feel a little pinch. Yeah, uh, Wyatt, give me a leadership or give me a leadership test. Let's do a leadership a leadership call. Oh, yeah. Seventeen. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you get on the comms and, and everyone's like, "Okay, they, they're up for it." They knew what they were up for. They knew that they're escorting thing. 
Um, you can see that uh, Mikhail's like in the co-pilot. He comes back up from his bunk and he goes, all right, Cap, I guess uh, we're both on duty, huh? High fives. All, yeah, you guys, do the high, you guys do the high fives and he uh, he goes and check, kind of bends over and checks the juice and he's like, okay. You see him like switching over the juice to like the um, the special juice for the pilots that like uh, makes your eyes feel a little bit bigger than they usually are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, we call it the... That was the red eye. Um, Critty's kind of setting up and strapping to the cou- crash couch. Critty's like saying, uh, Cap, you want me at the fore or the after the ship? Uh, four or, the is mi- good. Or, the, or the middle. They can even do the middle too. Um, yeah, actually middle, just sure. in case you go either way. Right. Critty says, I'll be in med bay and have and have a go bag ready to go. Uh, Yan and Yan and McMichaels are down in engineering. Uh, Waxer, what do you want to do? Yeah, yeah, I guess... Uh... Yeah, I guess I'll stay on um, up deck with uh, the captain. Just, okay. Yeah, just the, other, the other position would be for you would be either to do maintenance and make, make sure that the torpedo tubes uh, don't break or they have a problem. Now, yeah, that yeah. Car- that would be the cargo hold. Okay, yeah. I'll go down to cargo okay. hold. That's probably the cargo a good hold? idea. Okay. Yeah. I suspect, I think Zenny, uh, Wyatt, and Myrtle are all on the uh, operations deck. And I think that's yep. everyone. All right, cool. So everyone straps in. They get in for the burn. Um, do you want to burn hard to the... Where, where do you want to go to, Merle? Do you want to go to the rendezvous point, or do you want to try to go where the DeHostos, uh you believe is? It's uh, a good question. The hamster um, wheel's turning. I know, my wheels are turning. I'm like, uh... uh... If you don't mind me speaking up here, Cap. Go for it. You're the strategy guy. I think we go where they're at. I don't think we go to the rendezvous. Okay. Because that just gives them more time to prepare and sit whatever they have at us. But if we catch them off guard, it might be to our benefit. That that sounds good to me. All right. You guys zoom off. Uh, how fast do you want to go, Myrtle? Do you want to do like a half a G, a full G? Yeah. Yeah, half a G is good. Half G, right. So you start moving pretty quick, heading out to it. Um, takes you guys about like um, uh, about two days to get out there. Uh, start scooting out pretty quick. To the DeHostos loca- uh, supposed location based on the, the the ping it sent out from the message that Zenny gave. Um, and uh, you make it out there. Uh, Zenny, you're running the scanners, you're in the sensors looking for this thing, checking for it. There's no real signals coming from it. There's not a whole lot of signals coming from out here. But eventually you do pick up like uh, an emergency beacon kind of pinging a little bit here, kind of faintly. And uh, you obviously just, I'm, I'm guessing you would want to have the sensors look at that. Is that oh, what you yes. want? Okay. My my sensor, my personal sensors on my face, all the sensors on the ship, any sensors that can be, I can have access to. They're right. so on right now. So, <laughs> so you, you, skew, you skew them onto the uh, onto it, and you you do find the Dehostos um, probably about out about a hundred uh, hundred thousand clicks or so. Uh, you do have a location. You from where you guys are seeing it with the sensors on the Sinclair, um, you can see that it's not the the drive is not going. Uh, it just seems to be floating dark out there. Uh, but if you're looking for at this distance, you you can't detect damage. You can't detect smaller energy signals. It's just kind of a big chunk of metal floating right now. But the Epstein's definitely not running. Can you pick up any other signals from other ships that might be nearby? Does anybody make it? So part stuff? of the issue with that, real quick, why it would know this is that. Um, 
this thing was to go out of its way to rendezvous with you to avoid the authorities and the normal movement lanes. Uh, yeah. But you guys are out in the boonies, basically. You're out. You're outside the elliptical, uh, <laughs> outside the orbits, or like near the near the position of uh, Uranus or Neptune. Um, so you guys don't get picked up by the authorities. Basically, you're, like, you're yeah, you're in the countryside. Yeah, you're, you're yeah, down by the We're river. The okay. Boonies. Yeah, yeah. If, if the boonies were several billion miles away, a billion boonies, you yeah. know, as they're called. Yeah, I feel like that should be a show. Um, okay, so yeah, but yeah, you you're, you guys are out there. I mean, as far as picking up other signals, yeah, why you kind of start scanning that you're not picking up anything outside the ordinary, the standard like pings that you would normally pick up just general shipping lanes and general ships on the normal areas, but out here, nothing. Just that emergency signal kind of going. I say we, uh, I think we go that way. Maybe on high alert, but if there's yeah. a bunch of people on there, they don't, they don't need to have any problems. They we want to get them to the colony, not kill them all and then be and it, screwed for anything else. It's been about, th based on when that, that first mess that message of the video came through for Zenny, or then he got, it's been about three days since that's been sent out. So if there's people on there, it's slim. We've got to save everyone we can, right? Yep. Okay. All right, let's, um, we, we're gonna, we're gonna, uh, kind of, the closer we get, I want to kind of slow it down a little bit. Okay. Not much, um, just so we can, all eyes are seeing, you know, everybody is looking at something, whether they're looking for anything. Okay. Now yeah, would be a time we could send out the drone, though, maybe to go around the ship. Uh, yeah, if you want to send your observational drone, yeah, you could. Um, you guys certainly have the, uh, where is this? You want to send out Blinky. Blinky, Blinky. yep. Yeah. Blinky is a surveillance drone. Okay. Good so Blinky. 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 Blinky has a range of a few, like, a thousand kilometers. It'll take a while for Blinky to get out there, though. Um, but you want to send Blinky out? I, I think it's I okay. think it's worth it. Okay. How, yeah. how close do you want to get to the ship before you send Blinky out? Blinky's range is maybe about, like, a thousand kilometers. Or, yeah, you'd have to get pretty decently close. A thousand kilometers isn't too bad if that's, like, but it's, even, it's I mean, close. Even if we're close when we send him out, it'll be an extra set of eyes that okay. may not see yeah. And Blinky has like infrared stuff and all that kind of stuff they can look at um, and get kind of a closer look. Okay, who's going to drive Blinky? Do you want to have do you want to have uh, your your co-pilot Myrtle or do you want to drive Blinky? Uh, yeah, that'd be great actually. All right, cool. So you you put um so uh, Mikhail Mikhail plugs into the system and it brings up on his screen versus the Sinclair. Now he has Blinky. Uh, Blinky, you can see as like Blinky detached from the side of the ship and begins to orient itself and begins like uh, thrustering itself out towards. Uh, the uh, I totally forgot the name of the ship because I feel terrible. Uh, the Dehostos. The Hostos. The Hostos. And uh, it starts kind of skewing out there. Um, as it gets in closer, um, it's it's kind of running through its sensor. He's having it scan all different sensor arrays. Um, and the drone has no like manipulators or anything like that too. It really can't. It's just an surveillance drone. Um, so it kind of comes up and starts getting closer. And you can see um, the first thing on it, uh, and you guys do have kind of like scans of, of uh, the Dehostos, like you kind of know what it looks like. Uh, 
so who wants to do the comparison of what the drone is finding versus what what the what it should look like? Wyatt. Wyatt. Yeah, I, right. I can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're you're streaming the data off of the the drone, no problem. And it's coming up, and you can see um, one. The first thing that pops out is literally there's a protrusion off the side of the ship. Um, it looks like uh, a breaching pod. So it looks like they sent, and the breaching pod's not a very big one. It's pretty ad hoc. Um, looks like I mean it's belter built stuff um, uh, for sure. This isn't like a Martian or like a, a UN breaching pod. Um, and you can see what the grappler is hooked into the side and blew the side of the ship off as it entered the. Um, looks like they try to enter kind of an area just outside of the um, command deck of it. They're trying to take the ship. Um, but yeah, there's no symbols on it. It's just like, I mean, it looks like someone uh, glued together some beer cans and, and shot it at the ship and it's strapped on. Um, but yeah, you can definitely see that protruding out. That's the first thing that, that Blinky picks up for you. It's a distinct difference. We definitely need to keep our eyes peeled because there's probably a ship somewhere else out here. Right. Um, Blinky starts getting closer to the thing. Um, it starts picking up no- like some normal, so some damage. There's a few holes in there. Some um, Looks like some PDC rounds that were shot up and around the uh, drive engine, trying to stop the uh, energy, uh, stop, stop the fusion reactor. Um, but yeah, it looks like the fusion reactor areas. If anyone was in engineering, they probably they probably died, or and the the engine's just done. Uh, so the ship's not going anywhere. So. But it's a big ship. It is a it is a pretty big ship. So, uh, but it's definitely not going to make it to uh, your guys' colony. That's that's guaranteed. Uh, where do you want Blinky to approach it? Do you want it to approach like command, uh, like a uh, what's it called, like a loading dock? Do you want to try to have it try to go through one of the, like uh, where the breaching pods are? Or do you want to try to like where do you want to have it approach on the ship? Because Mikhail's like, yeah, where, where do you want me to hit? Where do you want me to hit on it, XO? I would like to see a loading dock to see if there's any um, ship in there. Okay. So um, the ship doesn't have, it's not, it only carries, um, it does carry a pair of shuttles. Uh, there is the, the colony ships usually have shuttles to bring stuff up and down uh, the gravity well. And uh, Blinky kind of goes around the back of the thing a little bit and starts looking at the, the bay that you would have the, the shuttles come out of. And the bay is like open. Uh, it's just wildly open, no airlock. It's not like the blown apart has been opened. And it clearly both the shuttles are gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're leaving this ship here for us to find. They're taking the shuttle somewhere else. It's a decoy. Mikhail, yeah. I mean, they could, some of them could have escaped on the shuttles. Is there a way to do any sort of scan of the ship to see if there's any sort of like heat sensors or, or like heat signatures or like if there's yeah, actually I, anything? The, the in ship there? is shedding heat to some degree, but you, in order to see like more concrete, you'd have, the Blinky would have to actually go into the ship. And Blinky is big enough to go down like a hallway. It's not like a huge, it's not like a mechanical drone. And, uh, we got to see if there's people alive in there. I agree. It, I'm, I'm I mean, if it's, if it's a trap, it's a trap. But these people, I mean. Yeah. We can replace this drone if we have to, but I mean, you, eventually. You guys have replaced a drone before, so. Uh, <laughs> so I say we send it in as far as we can. And if it sees anything, then we'll either go in or we'll just we'll get the hell out of here. I mean, is, is there any way to track this shuttles? Is there like a signature? Or so something? the shuttles are chem rockets, meaning that they don't track. They don't they don't have the energy signature. They're not bright. They're not these hugely bright things like the freaking Epstein drives. Um, and so how far can they go? 
Just like... uh, I mean, the thing about it is you can just turn them on and then get a speed going and then turn them off. Right. Just, um, so they yeah. could go a few. They could go a few. Uh, I mean, maybe a few million clicks if you wanted to if they're uh, at full capacity. Just um, floating. But yeah, it ain't gonna be the people would be more likely to die on the way there of starvation or lack of water. Um, so they, whoever left has got to. They got to get somewhere fast. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're yeah. not gonna survive, and uh, they got to go where they know they're gonna get food or something, or they know we're coming and we we got stuff. So. Um, so Blinky starts. Uh, do you want to go into the dock? Yeah. So it goes in the dock. Um, first thing that's noticeable in the dock is, aside from the absence of the shuttles, which should eat a lot of it, uh, there's probably about like three or four bodies floating in the dock. Uh, it's kind of bouncing around. Uh, they do not have, there is no blood pooled or anything like that too. It's just bodies. They don't look like they were shot. You're guessing they probably were spaced or hit, hit uh, sudden decompression. We'll keep going forward. Uh, Blinky starts moving forward, uh, comes up to the uh, airlock that would go into the main part of the ship. So the shuttle bay does have, it has two layered airlocks. So there's like the big the big docking bay door and then there's the airlock into the into the shuttle bay. Um, and you can see that like one thing noticeable too is there's usually cargo crates in here and refuel stuff. It's empty. It's been stripped down. There ain't much left in here. So maybe they took some supplies with them in the shuttles to keep them alive a little bit longer to get a little bit further. Honestly, I could see pirates stealing as much as they can and trying to get to the rings to a different planet. Yeah. Or, 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 or the planet. a colony ship. Yeah. Maybe they're trying to get to Mondos, yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's possible. Just any anywhere if they, mm -hmm. if they think they can get through. We really I mean, probably should send a message back to Pope and tell him to keep his eyes peeled. Well, I mean, or they could just be grabbing the stuff and just selling it to whoever wants to have it. That's right. true. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. it's, it's just good gear, period. Yeah, maybe uh, they just, uh, yeah, stopped and... Right. Okay. You think we need to... Um, you think we need to take a walk over? Blinky's yeah. coming up to the airlock. Blinky cannot open the airlock. Uh, you would have to either try to, like, override it with, like, sending, it, sending the airlock codes or try to pry it open. Right. Can Blinky do anything to like pry it open, or is it Blinky's just? Blinky—it's a surveillance drone. It doesn't have arms. It's—it's yeah. it's, it's just like meant to propel itself. It actually—it's faster than the, than the mech drone, the repair drone, but and it has more sensors. But it doesn't have like manipulator arms, or it doesn't have a gun, or it's just—it's just a looky-loo thing. <laughs> I mean, Cap, we could we could send a you know two of us over, team over to go check it out, but. Uh... Yeah, maybe this is just something. Maybe this pirates. So we'll, if we get supplies, um, that's something we got to think about. Yeah, security coming in, stuff. Uh, uh, Mikhail takes the takes the drone. And he kind of he goes, "Oh, give me a second here," and he kind of like takes it and like puts it up against the um, the the bulkhead of the ship. Uh, kind of pilots it, and he he starts like saying, uh, "Let's see if there's anything moving in there." And he's like trying to like have this thing sensors like see if there's any like vibration, and. Uh, it starts picking up a few vibrations. He's like, I, he's like, it could be motors. It could be someone. Uh, I don't know. Something could be like, there could be a fan running in the background in there. I don't know what that is, but there's something moving in there still. There's some sort of power source or something's doing something. I'm willing to go over there. If you, yeah. if, if you're all right with the captain, we can set up a team and I'll go over there. Yeah, I think that would be great. 
So the question because, is, because um, I mean, who knows what's up there? Who you know? What will maybe we need to salvage for ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. If that's the case, Cap, uh, I, I would love to join Wyatt. Uh, I can uh, bring stuff, see what we need. Uh, you know, break things. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, that works. And then we I, can keep an eye on everything. Yeah. I mean, I I can go too. I mean, yeah, I, I thought we, you were coming. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> All right. Uh, we need our we need our murderer of Martians on this mission. Um, it's yeah. me. The Martian, mur- the Martian murder machine. Um, they call him M cubed. Um, so yeah, okay. So uh, Mikhail's there and he goes, "Hey, Cap, so you want me to pull Blinky back or what?" Um, yeah, go ahead and do that. Oh, right. uh, I think we're gonna take a walk outside. Okay. Uh, how close do you want to get the ship to the other one? I mean, you can sort of like get a damn near parallel to it. That's really not yeah, an issue. Yeah, we could do that. Move up right. pretty close. Right, so you start moving the Sinclair into position. Not really hard to do. This thing's not moving. Uh, if something's moving in there, it's definitely not the engine. Uh, you start, you kind of bring the Sinclair up to it, next to it. Um, I'm hearing uh, Wyatt, Zenny, and Wax are going to do space walks on there. Uh, Merle, do you want to bring anyone up to the command deck to, to relieve, uh, to help out? Because otherwise it's going to you and Mikhail, unless you want to put Mikhail on sensors or something. But um... Yan's not bad at it. Yan can do it. You want to yeah, bring him up? Uh, yeah, let's bring up Yan. Okay. There we go. All right, so Yan takes a... Uh, Takes big sis's seat and <laughs> he gets yeah. in there. He's like, I'm a big boy now. All right. <laughs> uh, but he gets in there, he's like, all right, he's ready to do it. Good make Michael's still down down there. Yeah, he seems to do okay by himself. Um the three of you get ready, open up the uh anything you're gonna prep on, do you wanna you do have the pair of uh some of the medium armor on if you wanna put that on over the back suit, so that's you're welcome to do that. Yeah. Enough for everybody to have that. You have two sets. You guys put it on. I mean, I could lose another arm. It wasn't that bad. Hey, if you say so, I just grab. Yeah. <laughs> I jump on it. I'm like, all right. All right. On the right here. I take it, but then I like glare at you as I had to be there to witness you losing an arm. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I could just stand behind you guys this time instead of. In the front. Are you, you wax? Uh, I'm Zane. Zane, I'm, I'm positive is bringing the pistol. Oh, uh, yeah. 100%. Oh yeah. One, once again, I'm I, I two. once again I cannot emphasize how awesome revolvers are and, and zero G because you don't have to worry about freaking casings hitting you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, Waxer, uh, what do you want to bring? Do you want to bring a rifle? One of yeah, the batons, yeah, yeah. You know, I'll bring a rifle just okay. in case we need an extra. Okay. And then why you got I'm a rifle. rifle? Okay. So I got I got the parasol rifles and the pistol. All right, sounds good. So you guys got plenty of all that stuff. There's no problem. Uh, and there's no, you don't need to bring an EVA pack unless you want to bring an EVA pack with you, but it's not a very big jump. I mean, you can just push off, honestly. I'll just do that. Okay, just pull. cool. All right. Um, you guys go on, do your, uh, do your, uh, EVA action, get, open up the airlock, get into it, it decompresses, it opens up. Um, where do you guys want to enter to? That was the question. Did you want to enter at that shuttle bay? Do you want to go for one of the other airlocks? Do you want to enter or try to even get through the, um, uh, you even try. You even could probably easily cut through if you wanted to uh, the um, reaching pod. And you guys do have the quad arm mech. I mean, you guys do have like mechs that can cut through shit like this pretty easily. They're built to do this stuff. I mean, and Waxor is licensed. Hey, <laughs> let, let me do some cutting, yeah. I mean, I don't. They went in that way and it seemed to succeed. So, okay. deserve yeah, first you, to try. 
Uh, Waxer, do you want to bring the quad arm mech with you? You you probably couldn't you couldn't get it into the ship, but you could use it to like rip stuff open pretty quickly if you want to. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. In that case, I want to rip shit stuff open. Yeah. Okay. So you, <laughs> you put on the the spider arm looking mech here, and and uh, once the thing kind of opens up, uh, you get outside of it and it deploys. Uh, you direct it around to the to the is it the breaching pod? Yeah. Is that what? Yeah. 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 The breaching pod. It's like I said. It's a big tin can. Probably held. You're guessing from the outside, held somewhere between five to maybe six people. Um, and you can see the grapplers are linked, are hooked into the side of the ship where they, it drew itself in. You can see where the, the breach happened. Um, but yeah, do you want to cut into the side of it or do you want to try to pull it off, Waxer? Your choice. Uh, I'm just going to pull it off. Okay. So you go through and you start, you start pulling it off. And um, you can see where, uh, as you are doing this, uh, you can see there's some decompression coming out, so there's a little bit of air still in there oh, as, as yeah. it's just leaking out. Yeah, um, it looks like it had a pretty good seal there. But yeah, you do manage to pull it off, and you can now you see the breaching pod just kind of like uh, like it's still hooked on by the uh, grapplers, so it's kind of floating there, kind of like uh, next to the ship. Um, but you can certainly see the opening, uh, and it actually is big enough for the for the mech to get through. Uh, but you're not sure how far you'd be able to go with it on. I mean, let's just keep going. Uh, who's taking point? I'll take point. <laughs> you see how it got so quiet. Uh -oh. No, I think Zenny's gonna take point. Actually, I think Zenny sees Wyatt defaulting to taking point. Yeah, she's like, and like she's gonna grab your shoulder and say, "I think you've done that enough recently," <laughs> and he's gonna like shoulder past you. It's like okay, and, buddy. and like kind of look back towards you and say, "Plus, listen, I'm." We're better at free floating anyway, if it comes down to it. So, I won't fight you this time. Let's. let's yeah, we gotta. We gotta keep. Listen, you, you alive. gotta have my back, though. I got your back. Um, you get in through the breach point. Uh, the breach point goes into a. Uh, it looks like it linked onto a point right outside the command deck. Um, you can see the command deck's door has been like basically uh, exploded open. Looks like they use a breaching charge to get through that as well. Uh, and you can see that there's like bodies floating off the right of you inside the command um, the command deck, but then the rest of it goes further into the ship. So this is like way deeper where most of the people would be. Which way do you guys want to go? Well, I doubt there's gonna be anybody here. I think we should uh, just keep moving. I mean, yeah, there's gonna be nobody here at the command deck, or we would have heard something there... from them at this point. There's no way to have any kind of um, uh, sensor readout as we're in the ship, is there? Like sensor, what kind of sensors? That, that I can, like, uh, like, like basically what we were trying to do before of like heat signatures, like more localized oh, sure. heat signatures um, and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. I, I, you, you, your, your guys' backseats aren't built for that. They don't have like advanced sensors or something like that. Uh, but right. you can certainly put your hand up against the wall and try to figure if you're getting closer or further from whatever's making noise in here. Okay. Old, old yeah. trick. Yeah, you could do that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling out whatever tricks in the book okay. to try to find the, people uh, who don't want to be found or who are having a hard time trying to Zenny, be found. give me a uh, perception touching test. Jeez! All Such right. a specific skill. That's what it is. That's what it's touching. I know. You're putting like yeah. a penny on the train track. You're like, roll yeah. the touch. 
Roll to touch. Roll to touch, yes. I just hope it's not like a explosive. Hey, listen, I have the improvisation talent and I'm gonna use the hell out of that. Yeah, nice, nice. Well, I'm also gonna spend fortune because this sucks. <laughs> um, uh, let's see, that would be 15, but we're gonna make it something that's not 15. Oh, that's not bad, 15's good. Well, okay, but what if I wanted to be really good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember, to success, to like... degrees of success are based on the drama dice number. Well, listen, the drama die is tied for my lowest number, so I oh. can put that whatever I want okay. it to be, John. Go for it, go for it, I'm saying. Uh, no, we're going to say 15, because I'm scared about whatever's coming up next. So, <laughs> It is double twos, though. Okay. Um, so you start, you, you, you put your hand up and you can feel a little bit of like, you do feel like that's kind of, this kind of, uh, ding going on. Uh, it's probably coming from deeper in the ship. It's pretty faint where you are though. Like it's, it's definitely faint. It's not up here. It's, it's further down. And, um, the, the central location to this whole ship is there's an elevator shaft that goes through it. That would probably be your best, or like a kind of a cargo, uh, elevator. That would be your best bet to try to be a stab in a more central location to figure out where to go from there. Okay. Yeah, I'll relay that to everyone. Okay. Head that way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good plan. Yeah. 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 Watch. Yeah. Check the corners. <clears throat> so you guys the doors start... <laughs> and corners. Oh yeah, the doors. Corners. That's too, where yeah. they get you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So you go through and, and you start kind of moving uh further down the ship. Um. Myrtle. Uh. You. Uh. You get a re- do you guys tell Myrtle you're moving further in the ship? Oh yeah. You guys are all open comms? Yeah, okay. we just yeah, let her comms. Know, yeah. Okay. Yeah, whole way. Alright. Uh so Myrtle moving further in the ship there. Um the 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 mech waxer is not gonna make it much further than this. Do you wanna leave it or uh what do you want to do with it? Leave I mean, it in, inside can... the ship or do you wanna like put it on the outside of the ship or what do you want to do with the mech? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put it uh, on the outside of the ship, okay. so maybe, okay. yeah. It, it goes out, you basically take it outside and you like have it clamp itself into the side of the ship. It's not going to go anywhere unless someone really like, rips it off. But yeah, yeah, you can dismount from the mech really easily. Okay, yeah, done. Catch up there done. with the problem. Cool. Um, okay, so you uh, you start um, uh, Zenny on point, as we've established. Mm -hmm. um, so we've had enough dismemberment for one show. <laughs> um, so, so you you start moving through it, Zenny. Um, you come to the cargo bay, and uh, you can see the elevator is there. The elevator is still active. It still has power. It's on battery power, but it's still power. And you can see the lights on it. And there's the emergency lighting inside the ship, so it still it still has power somewhat. Mostly localized power though, but it still has power. But not like the fusion reactor. It's on batteries basically. Yeah. Uh, should we take the elevator? Should we just free float our way down there? Because I think if we take the elevator, they might they might hear us. Whoever it is, yeah, Which is good if they want us to be here. But yeah, free float always better. <clears throat> I mean, I'm willing uh, to give that a try. I mean, we could always just hold your hand. <laughs> There, yeah, there, there is a there is a ladder alongside the elevator shaft too. So I mean, you guys can do the emergency override, open the 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 gates up, and handbar along the the side of the thing. No problem. But that's definitely what I'll do. Mm -hmm. it, is, it is quite a few meters. This ship's probably about like six times the size of the Sinclair. It's a big fucking ship. 
I mean, it's meant to bring yeah. a bunch of stuff out. So, um, all right. So you guys get in the shaft there and start going down. Um, Mikhail's like uh, checking it all, and he he has blinky remount. Uh, he looks at you, Cap. He goes, Cap, uh, he's gonna wait, or what are we doing? Yeah, I think we're just gonna we're gonna wait and keep our eyes open. All right. Yeah, you see, you can see Mikhail's getting a little paranoid here. Uh, Mikhail's starting to get a little uh, unsettled, we'll say, compared to other people. Um, he's got kind of some something's kind of off there. Um, he's just kind what of you, like, what, what you feeling, man? I, you all right? Man, I used to, I, I used to pilot ships like this. Big ones like oh, this. Like that one? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, I was like, yeah. I mean, we didn't move a lot of people. We moved a lot of stuff, but seeing it like this is kind of rough. Mm. I just, uh, I, I don't know. I just feel like we're, we're sitting here, like we're waiting for it. Um. I don't, I don't know. Uh, throw well, me off. To, you know, let's just, we'll be fine. We'll just uh, keep keep our eyes out and keep listening. And we'll be ready to, you know, get our friends back here. Whatever we need to do, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, all right. You guys, uh, the rest of you get about, like, start going down the shaft here. Uh, what? Where? How far down do you want to go? Or do you want to keep on trying to feel for the... Uh, the little, the little like noises you're hearing through the the walls here, uh, Zenny. Um. I, mean, I, yeah, I, I should to... mention there's enough wall for everyone to feel. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> there's, there's plenty of wall to go yeah, around. I'm, I'm definitely trying. I'm I'm keeping again all personal sensors, aka okay. all of my sensors, my sensing, mm -hmm. uh, as peeled as I possibly can, because it to me seems like it might. Is it? When I when I did sense it, was it something that seemed rhythmic enough to be intentional? It, you were too. You could feel something, but you're too far away from it. It was too dispersed okay. by that point. Like I said, it's a big ship. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. It was okay, too dispersed okay. at that point, but there was something going on yeah. definitely. But you can take another shot at it if you want to. Yes. So you go up yes, and you, I would. you feel the you feel the bulkhead. Give me a, a touching test. Touch better. Touch, touch, touch me. Touch. Okay. Um. 19. Oh, that's pretty good. Just Sticks on the drama. Very nice. Okay. So you're sitting there and you start, you, you, you can feel it again. You feel it clearer. It's more high resolution. Um, you suspect it's, it's quasi rhythmic. Like maybe it's something moving around, um, but something's definitely moving. And what it sounds like is metal on metal. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's it could be a piece of machinery that's just in a weird shape or something like that that's doing something weird. It could be a person banging on the thing, uh, but whatever it is, if something's happening. It's probably happening. Maybe like um, you're guessing within the, within the next three or four decks down. You're definitely closer than you were like a minute ago, two minutes ago. Okay. Um. Great. I'll, I'll <laughs> motion down and then like say three or whatever and continue down. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. So you guys start continuing down. Uh, you come up to one of the um, you come up to one of the elevator shaft doors uh, where the cargo bay opens up. Uh, and this this section this is what you you think your best bet is. Uh, this section looks like um, one of the uh, crew quarters or like the 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 barracks or whatever you want to call them where people would sleep. Uh, but the door is shut from this side. Uh, how do you want to try to open it, guys? There's like an emergency override 
Uh, you could try. You could try out here, Waxer. You, you've done this a few times. Yeah, you, you want to try to breach it or something, but yeah. I want to breach it just in case there's okay. someone on the other right. side. So if you could just oh, open. trapped. Yeah, yeah. No. Let me. Uh, I open. I'll go ahead uh, and do that. Okay, so you, you go you go ahead and uh, start doing the emergency checks to it here real quick, Waxer. Um, and it you start moving the the you start moving this thing this kind of a wheel to like start opening it up manually. Uh, the door starts kind of releasing here a little bit here. Um, it's you get a warning on the panel saying that like uh, pressurization uh, floor plus pressurized. Please uh, be cautious of uh, decompression. Basically, it's saying that this floor has some air on it. Meaning, if we open it, yeah. if you open it, you will decompress decompress the the floor. Oh, <clears throat> there's gonna be another way. In. Guys, guys. By the way, I, I forgot to mention, uh, space is hard. Space is hard. <laughs> you hard. gotta breathe. Space is hard. <laughs> hard. Um, uh. I mean, do we want to? Tap and let them know. I mean, you do have, you guys do have a, you have, like, I'm assuming you guys brought, like, an emergency pack with you. It has, like, a blister pack, so you could try to blister it up if you want to. Uh, so you would have a, you'd have a small kind of uh, way. Basically, what, the way it works is that like, you would uh, put the blister pack on the door and then begin opening the door, and, the, and but you'd have to have someone inside the blister pack. <laughs> the problem. Mm-hmm. And you go instead, you can send, someone has to stay outside to open the door, and two people could go into the, the area. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I got the blister pack. Uh, yeah, I could stay out the door, keep it open if I need to rip it open while you two go in or... Yeah. like that. That might be... If you're okay with that. I mean, I, I don't want to, but I think I maybe I'm the strongest in case something emergency override or something closes it. I could breach the door and get you out quick. You can do the whole Amos. I can carry you. You can't carry me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally that. Well, okay, yeah. well, right now we're floating, so I mean, anybody could carry yeah. you. But like, but uh, yeah. you could you could take the uh, the rifle too if you needed. XO or Zenny. I got my rifle, so I'm good okay. on that front. But I have I pat both pistols. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah, I just keep my eye out and yeah. Mm. Yeah. Watch Zenny. that elevator too, because I know. Be careful, both of you. Zenny has her whole maker nine thousand. Uh. <laughs> both of them. Both of them. Uh, all right, so you go to the blister up. Uh, it, it's just kind of emptied. Uh, it's currently in vacuum. Uh, you start opening the door up. The blister kind of expands with the door as they open up. Uh, you guys feel the pressurization come in. You can feel that it's a little harder to move the suit now than it was a second ago, but it's not too bad. Um, and you can see that, like, inside this room, uh, as it opens up, there's a little bit of blood and a few bodies kind of floating around here. They're kind of, like, uh, kind of, like, bumping around the room and such. Um, but this whole this floor is pretty damn big. There's probably something like um, twenty quarters on this room to check out. It's a, it's a pretty big floor. Uh, everything, uh, Myrtle, you're sitting there, and uh, Yan um, is uh, just checking the sensors real quick and the like. But I feel like it's appropriate for Donna to roll a d6. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No! 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 <laughs> Three. Three? I can't remember if it's high or low you want to roll on these. Is it? Is it... Yeah, uh, I'm right in the middle, so... Hopefully that, uh... <laughs> there is no middle. There is no middle. Uh, that is a It'll minor. cancel it okay, out. You got the minor effect. Okay, congratulations. As, yeah. you're, sitting there, as you're sitting there, Donna, or Myrtle, um, you, Yan goes, yeah, we got to get going, and uh, you start, the, the sensors on the, on the Sinclair start, like, alerting, 
and you have a pair of torpedoes incoming. Oh, oh shit! That's the minor. <laughs> that's that was minor. A, that was a minor. What? Shit! <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yell. I'm gonna, um, like, I'm gonna put on my, uh, like, freak out voice. <laughs> Just hey, well, we're gonna have some, we're gonna have some, you might want to get back turbulence. here. Okay, well, so, it is coming, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, the, the uh, Yan, like, uh, Mikhail puts on, like, the battle lighting and everything, alerts are going on. Uh, Waxor, Wyatt, and Zenny, you guys hear, like, a lot of noise coming from the Sinclair, what's going on. Um, and uh, Myrtle, uh, Mikhail, like, even without your permission, he starts firing up the Epstein drive. Right. Like, he's gonna start making maneuvers. Uh, and you can see like like the PCs are getting ready to deploy and everything, but uh, and you can see like like these torpedoes are coming in from a from an area uh, a few a few thousand clicks out. They'll be here pretty quick. Um, I guess we'll pick it up next time. Oh, <laughs> oh. gotta go, okay. gotta go! <laughs> All right. That okay. was the bad option. That was the minor turn. It was either nothing or a minor. That was the minor issue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this ship has dodged so many torpedoes, so like it's I feel like it's a minor action. Yeah. 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 yeah, Okay, but like, are they aimed at you, or are they aimed at the ship that we're on? Or like... Yeah, they're just torpedoes. But I thought you know they have a little Epstein drive to push them into stuff. Though, uh, everyone, thank you for yeah. watching yeah. our first episode back as Sea Reborn. Um, I want to remind everyone that we are here weekly on Wednesday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard mm -hmm. Time. Uh, we'll be back next week. They were off for a week after that. Uh, but uh, one thing that did pop up, if you watch our bumper, was in uh, February on the 25th, I am doing a very, uh, my most ambitious one shot yet. Uh, and I can't reveal who is playing yet. I'll say that. It's but really great, it's good, out of control. Dang. Can of you, control. can you, can you say who on this screen is 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 not going to be there? No, none of these people on the screen. I'm the only person to be on there. We're not going to be there. That's the only thing you get. It's none of it's us. All, it's all guest crew. Uh, I will say there are two people returning who have played Ooh. as guests beforehand, uh, which is pretty cool. And I have three new people uh, who have not played the Expanse role-playing game, I don't think. Um, and I'm very excited about that one. Uh, but it's called Adapa's Fate. Um, that will be on the 25th. Oh. And we'll be benefiting uh, World Central Kitchen, uh, yeah. know, my areas had some flooding and World Central Kitchen came out here and helped out the people that were uh, uh, flood victims. Uh, and so that was super cool. So I feel really, uh, I feel provoked to help them out and, and, and give back a little bit. Inspired? Sure. I yeah. like. The, I am provoked though. <laughs> I'm angry about it. I gotta be so angry about it. I gotta, I gotta help out. Um, everyone, um, once again, our best way to help us out is our Patreon. Uh, we have ways to... Uh, participate in the game, uh, get bonus content. We have a, a bunch of bonus content this last month. There was the session zero for this uh, game, which was actually really informative. I thought it was pretty good. I like yeah. it. I, yeah. so, I, I had some people watching, they were telling me, oh, this was really interesting. I didn't know about this. And it's kind of interesting how you have, how you have to think about it. And uh, like we basically, it, yeah. and then um, it's, a different type of, it's a different type of creation. We're used to creating characters, but to create a whole settlement is kind of different. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're creating a nebulous void, essentially. Yeah, we did, and, that's true. None of us had done it before, so it yeah. was, you know, it was, yeah, I loved how collaborative it was. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was fun. It was fun. And how much the dice really, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I like the random thing. You guys seem to really be in love with the ran The random thing we rolled was yeah. that the, the planets locked in on the, always facing the sun. Yeah. And like, I've been I playing with so that. I am so for random. I, I love random. If you Same. give me an Same. option, Same. 
Lit blind boxes are my oh. bane, the bane of my um, existence, because I will, in fact, take all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and last but not least, uh, we have our giveaway going on right now for this oh, yeah. copy. This copy of Beyond the Ring. Uh, I will. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pull that. You got to put the word Pegasus, which is the which Pegasus. is on the flag of our colony. But I'm going to go ahead and pull that here in a second. So please uh, enter. Uh, everyone, you guys have fun coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like the, I like the call when rolls. you when you like threaten the... to murder us. It's always just like you know. That's all I got. All I have is the murder threats. That's all I really have. I, I mean, I have, threats, that's the whole threats. game. Like literally, my notes are just like like uh, you know, impose, uh, to shovel, threaten. That's what it <laughs> yeah. all is down. Oh. Um, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and pull our winner for the night, and here we go. And yeah, it that's is. A great book. Borrowed, borrowed Adams. Borrowed Adams. Woo! Woo! Uh, borrowed Adams. I will contact you after the stream and get your information to get you your copy of Beyond the Rain here. Uh, it's a very fun book. I really, I really can't say enough good things about this book. It's got some cool art in it. Uh, my favorite thing in this book is one of the proposed uh, is where there's a proposed colony where uh, they figure out they can make uh, Caliban stabilized. And so, like the hybrids, the, there's a whole uh, population of hybrids. They, they can only exist on that planet, but there's a whole like population of hybrids. Wow, um, which is terrifying. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty fun book. I, I highly recommend it. Um, everyone, thank you again for watching. We yeah. will be back uh, next week with more Aparaxis Precipice. Uh, and torpedoes. And torpedoes. Yes, there will be there will be the dodging of the torpedoes. This is correct. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.